So the, the, the topic we're going to touch on is, is the topic with many Rishonim deal with is that the Psukim have a, give a this beautiful description of if Christ keeps the mitzvahs of how the world is going to be you know so beautiful etc. The, 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 the rains will come at the right time and we turn them out. The, the flowering of, of the, the, the fruits and the, 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 the animals will be everything we want. But it doesn't talk about Elam and why is it that the schar hanitzki, the, the eternal schar which which we have in Olam Haba, is not mentioned in the Torah? This is the problem that many of the Rishonim deal with. So instead of going through all the Rishonim over here, this is piece is a, is a quote from the Kliyakar. The Kliyakar basically takes this, the seven Shittas Rishonim, how they dress, and he brings a, a, a an abridged version, the, you know, the main points of the seven the seven Shittas Rishonim. So we're going to go through that and see what we come up with. Um, really, there's eight. Um, I think Rashi he points out really Rashi has a, a, an answer as well well it's not really it's seven and a half I guess because one of the just heard him say something similar um, I want to talk about a different point first before we get to that um, so the, how do we relate to how do we relate to Scar like the term is saying okay if you if you if you and there's going to be Shaman Beitam, and there's going to be the sources Yimulav. It's 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 Priyoy, right? And the Hisham Daish is Botzer, but it's like Zora. We have all these wonderful brachas. So what is the what is the purpose of that message? Like why is Rishon telling me this? Right? To say that I should do it for that purpose. We have a mission of this you know, very Parakalov, right? Don't be an avid who serves the master to get reward. So I can't do it for this purpose, right? I, I, so if I can't do it for this purpose, so like, why is it so important that I know it? Obviously, the Torah is telling me it's important that I know it. Like, what is the what is the message I'm supposed to get? So listen, don't you dare think about what you're doing because that that's the wrong thing to do. But why you know that it exists? Like, what's the message? Uh, the truth is, if you take it a step further, it's even more challenging. You look, you look at Mr. Sharm. Mr. Sharm is divided up. Um, he has. It's basically a sulam aliyah. It's, it's, it's this ladder of going one, one majority to the next, and it's based on a Bryson Masechtas Bonazarno that Torah brings to Zahiris, Zahiris brings to Zrizis, Zrizis brings to Nikias, etc. So Masechtas the whole Sefer is that that process. The first parak does not fit that. The first parak is called Chavis Bir Chavis Adam and when they clarify what is a person's chayv, what is his responsibility in this world? Which, the way I understand it, you know, the, the Bryce says Torah brings us to hear us. So the Sister the, the, so is saying the point of Torah brings us to hear us means if the Torah will give across to us this clear message of what it's all about, i.e. Perak Aleph, then you'll be able to go to the Zihiris and then from there to Zerises, etc. So he's translating the word that the Bryce of Pilgrim says, Torah brings the Zihiris. He's translating the word means Chavis That's the message of Torah that it's referring to. Okay. So he says, and he starts off with this, these tremendous languages of, you know, that that's the, the whole foundation and the whole root of everything is He has to be very clear and, and believe with a, with, a, with an emis what is the person's key in this world? 
And what should he have his, his, his look and his focus and his purpose, everything that he does his whole lifetime. So clearly we're talking about very strong ideas of chiyuvim, right? Responsibilities. Okay? Then he says, okay. Then he, then he, so, you know, so I'm telling you what you must do, what, how you, what you must think about, what you must focus on, what it's all about your whole lifetime. Okay? What does Chacham tell us? That a person never really said, Hashem. Human being was created to have pleasure from Hashem. Well, well, one second. I started out with your the your focus and your goal, etc. He says, you know, man was created to have pleasure from Hashem. The to get, get benefit from and you cannot get that in this world. You will get in the world, the world to come. But this world is a place where you can do the mitzvahs. Where you get it. So it's like it's a major shift. Right? What's going on? Okay. Uh, so, uh, I, I, the way I understand it, you know, I can't tell you it's right. The way I understand it, um, they uh, imagine a person has a very, very, very wonderful relationship with with his father, and it's a, the muscle is not perfect, but you know, it's, it's for our purposes, it'll at least, uh, I think, it'll um, crystallize what we're trying to say. Very wonderful, close relationship with his father. He loves his father tremendously. If I love him tremendously, and obviously the father he takes care of his child, and that's the father's biggest pleasure in life is taking care of his child. Now, as as the, the child grows older and the father grows older, the roles shift a little bit, and the father is no longer able to give to the child what he wants to give to the child, and the child doesn't really need the father to give to him. But the child, understanding the father's pleasure in giving to him creates a relationship where he is still in the receiving end of his father's giving. So his father can have the pleasure of giving to him. So the child is not doing what he's doing. So, you know, the father has, let's say, whatever. If he, and my son, every, every week that you, 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 know, you learn, you, make, you come home from business, and you, you know, they, when the fellow first started, he had no, didn't have too much money, and his father was doing very well off. The fellow said, you know what, I want to make sure my son learns. I'm motiv- I'm, every week I'm going to pay you $100 to make sure that you learn an hour every single night. Now, this fellow is doing well off, he doesn't need the money. His father doesn't really have the, so much of the money, but the father has that law. He's paying his son to sit and learn. So the son, because every week he gives him his, his, gives him his, 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 his scorecard, you know, I learn this week every, every night, an hour, and the father gives him $100. All right? The father tremendous son, no, he's taking, he's helping his son, taking care of his son. Why is his son doing it? Because he wants son to die? No. He's doing it because he wants to give his father pleasure. The Russian created the world for one purpose and one purpose only. He wanted to give human beings pleasure. He wanted to give us pleasure. That's why he created the world. And he cannot do it, but he also he also tied his hands to, to he said, Listen, I want you to feel good about the pleasure. I want you to feel that you deserve it. So I'm not gonna give it to you for free. I'm gonna give it to you only if you work. Okay? So now I can have in mind I'm doing it because I want to get the benefit. Or I can have in mind I'm doing it because I want to give my father the pleasure of allowing him to give me the benefit. That's what the Mr. Sherman said. I, I, have to, I have to understand. I want you to understand. Now, but now, but it, it's so important that I understand that because the child, what is the child thinking about when he's doing this? He's, he's, what, he's thinking about giving his father pleasure, step number one. Step number two, he's realizing how much his father, why is his father so much pleasure from it? Because his father loves him so much. 
So this is the father's vehicle how to express love to his child. So the child understands, the child is getting something. The child is understanding the depth of his father's love for him. Which he wouldn't necessarily understand if he wouldn't be doing this. Because he wouldn't see his father giving to him. So he wouldn't understand how much his father loves him. He needs to understand the depth of his father's love to him that the father is pining to give. So the worship says over here, listen, here's a kind over here. I want you to understand how much I want to give to you. But I, I'm tying it to mitzvahs. And, 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 but if you do the mitzvahs, I'm just going to pour it on top of you. Right? So the Russian is telling us how much he loves us by how much he wants to give. It happens to be that you know it's tied to mitzvahs, and therefore when we do the mitzvahs, we're going to get it. That's a tzanayim give. But that's not the point. The point is the Russian's desire to give. So now, then the question becomes very strong. So the Russian is, is, you know, the, the father is giving, right, $100 a week for, the, for, this, for this learning, right, Right? Imagine the father also happens to give him, you know, he says, you know, do, do me, you know, this is, I'll also give you 25 cents. So, so my fellow says, he gives me 25 cents. That's the love. He gives you $100 a week. He gives you 25 cents. That's the love. He, he gave me a quarter. Right? The Russian is giving me schar nitzchi, eternal reward which is going to last forever. And because the, you know, the, the mission of it says that, that, the, that one moment of Arlam Haba is all of this world doesn't compare to it. And the Russian says, I'm telling you how much I love you because you know what? I make sure you have food to eat. A really good of food. And I don't mention Arlam Haba. I give this to Sakapella. If the whole purpose is to convey to us the Russian's desire to give to us, and he has this tremendous desire to give to us, and that's the purpose, that, that's the message. The message the, the, when we talk about the Russian giving scar, that's really the message. And he says, by the way, you know, I'm giving you 25 cents. That's the scar? That, that's what he wants to tell me? He's telling me, I'm giving you millions of dollars. Don't tell me you give me 25 cents. He says, I'm, I'm giving you one haba. No, don't mention that. But I'm also giving you, uh, you know, uh, some good figs. That's, I think, the Rishonim's kash. The, 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 the hair of the kash of the Rishonim has. Okay. So in the list of things which the, the, the psukim say that the, the person is going to do for Klai, the person says, I'm going to walk amongst you. So she says, I'm going to take a walk with you in Gadeen. I have no idea what that means. Exactly what that means. Uh, how your material versus material with Klai, so in I don't know what the words mean, but whatever it means, it's good. Um, I... I, I it's totally off topic, not, but there's there's a there's a this lashon is a lashon of Chazal. Chazal uses the same lashon. I just want to tell you this work is Gemara Gabord. So you rub him in the vote. I mean, he poshed his chayt dramatic by He was he was he was a tremendous tamal chacham. He had the the kiddush Hashem tzavokers to give Shlomo Melech muster for over oversleeping. Which nobody else had the had, had the, the year shemayim enough to be able to do it, and for that he was rewarded to become the he was rewarded to become the melech. But he got uh, with, with with feeling that that he goes up to Yerushalayim for Leah the regal, so Melchus based David sits on the zara and he'll have to stand, so he perceived as being lower than the Melchus based David. I, that that element he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't he he was he's scared of that. So he made it as about Azores and the, the whole thing. 
the Gemara says in Hedron, the Bershom offered him a chance to do Shuvu. The Bershom grabbed him and said, Hazar Bach, do Shuvu. Then you and I, and then you and Yishai, the Bershom, will walk together in Ganeid. So the Bershom says that Yerobim said, who's going to go first? He said, Ben Yishai Barosh. I don't want him. Okay. So Shalom says, listen to the words. Barosh said to Yerovim, he said, Chazor b'cho, v'ani, v'ato, uben Yishai. Who did he say first? He said Yerovim first. Right? He said Yerovim first. So what is he asking? He wanted to hear it again. He wanted to hear it again. Barosh said, no, 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 no. You asked for it again. Then you go second. Okay, I'm out. So that's that's what Rosh Hashanah said on that Gemara. Oh, it's, it's a Gaval, it's a Gaval, uh, the Gavard. Anyway, okay. It's not on the gate we're saying, but there's nothing. Human nature. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Uh, and, and it's human nature all the way, right? You know, we relate to it all the way. He says, ah, you know. Okay. So Rashi is a time of him again. Died to the son of Mel, Teresina, Kadosh, Kaltoyan, Arab, Armor, Yeshli, Mokam, Malur, Belarma, Meakh, Shalonizka, Batara, Iker, Arskarl, and Hashem. People would ask Shalom that if there's no mention of Skar Alam Haba in the Torah, it's a dig of the fact that mitzvahs don't give you Alam Haba. Which means that all the Skar is going to be here in this world. It's, 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 that's what people can say. Now there's a good word. The more Skar is the more says that it's impossible to pay a mitzvah in this world. Right? And, and here we're worried about people interpreting the Mamash exact opposite the proportion it's only here, not even not a Lamabad Bakhlao. The Farashi says that no, here I'm saying one of the schar, one of the elements of Skar is Ganadin, which is Alamhaba, which you know now the legend of Ganadin, Alamhaba, etc. that's complicated. And, and all the Rishonim, each one have their own approach to it. The symbols understanding that usually the phrase Ganadin actually is not referring to Elam. Elam Haba is the Zman after Mashiach comes and the Zman of Skar in this world. The, the real Tachos of Skar is in this world, not in, Elam, not in, in the Elam Hanashamas. Because that's what Rashi has the Zman of Tchis Amesim, where the Nesham and the Guf will come together. The Nesham and the Guf did the Abayin together, they have to get the Skar together. So the Nesham and the Guf will come back with the Nesham and they'll get the Skar together. Um, and that will take place after Mashiach. There's one after Mashiach. Will be, so the way the Rambam learns, there's one after Mashiach. It's called Alam Haba, and then there's Chesam Esim. And the, the period of time while the Neshamas are waiting, to, to that period of time, that's called Ganeid. So it's not that's not the final reward, but it is a Ruchni Stick award reward. Meanwhile, while they're waiting, they're getting some type of reward. But it's not the final reward. The final reward will be after the final, the final din, and, the, and then they'll go to the final reward, and that's uh, there's the Yerma Din Lasudavah. That's like I said, probably the, the simplest understanding. Not everybody agrees with that, but that's the simplest understanding. Um, but Rashi says, so Rashi says, I'm not sure Rashi means Ganadin meaning the, the, the Mokum of the, the final scar, meaning the Mokum of the scar right now. I'm not sure what Rashi means. But I'll compare him, it's clearly a, a, a scar nafshi. In a world beyond this world, that's referring to. So the pasuk is mentioning such a thing. Now the truth is, many of the mishnahs already asked the question. And each one has their approach. That's the, that's the acronym is referring to Yitzchak Barbanel, the Moreno Yitzchak Barbanel. 
I want to say them very clearly in a very rich form. It's very clear that people can read it easily and see that there's so many different answers to this question. So I, I'm not going to read all the answers inside. But So the Ramah says a fascinating thing. The Ramah says that this is not Scar. Scar, the more says that that there's no way our human minds to be able to comprehend and convey so it's not mentioned in the Torah so what is this whole thing about over here this is something else totally that when a person the person gives siyat to the Shemai when a person wants to do mitzvahs the person gives siyat to the Shemai to help you do mitzvahs well it's very hard to do mitzvahs and, you know, because you're busy the whole day making money so the person says no 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 problem there'll be so much available there will be so much brook on the land that you'll be totally available to be able to do, spend time learning, learning time doing mitzvahs. So if the, 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 the result of the person having a tremendous desire to do mitzvahs, right, the Mershom is going to make sure that you have all of, all of the kalim that you need to be able to do your mitzvahs. That's all the Apostle is talking about. It's not talking about the Mershom. So it comes out that the, 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 the I, why didn't it mention Olam Haba in the Torah? The answer to Olam Haba is something which is beyond the human mind to comprehend that there's no reason to mention it. You can't mention it in the Torah. Right. right? I mean, try to mention it, try to describe it, it ends up, if anything, cheapening it or a true misunderstanding. You end up eventually with, you know, these different nations have their crazy, they have their. their you know, childish, stupid, foolish pictures of Elam Hab. Right. So, so that's not there. The, the, the point over here is that the person who is promising you the Ebenezer without any, any limitations, any, anything bothering you. So that's the council which Abdassa talks about all the time. There's a council called Kalim. Every person has given his Kalim for a vital. He's given the, the, that, that which he needs to be able to Ebenezer properly. In this world, the way it is right now, a lot of our kalim are the, the challenges. And that's how we're over it. Well, a couple of times, the, 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 that, that's not how the, the writer works. The, the writer works by such a commitment that we have. The person says, take all impediments, so you'll just be able to just focus on the growth process without any, without any difficulty. That's how the Ram understands it. Yeah. So, so, is that you want to know is there is there a tarsus which talks about Alamah? But there is. But like you said, in, in, in general, Nister is written in, in the Lashon of Moshe. So even after it's written there, you don't know what it means because it's a Moshe. Right? They say that there were there were individuals. There is a there is a. Um, Um, there's a few words to talk about the Mahabha, so I, I can't remember who says it. I don't remember who says it. So yes, the Kasha, the Pasik says, 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 it, says, and obviously, I'm right, it's it's hidden away. I'm the Russell Kim Zulasako. So, how can the Chalman give some you know, elements of, the, of description, etc.? So the, so, the answer is Chalman of Binovi. That through the process of Nebuah, it's, it's impossible to, to, to present it. But through the process of Chochmah, it's possible to gain some understanding of it. 
And that's, you know, and that's something that, that's the approach to that. Okay. Um, the Ebenezer is the next one is Ebenezer. Um, the Raman says that we, we, you know the Raman adds one connection, but that it's it's, it's that Elam Haba is not mentioned because imagine we would be able to describe Elam Haba in its all of its glory. It would definitely take away, make it very difficult to be able to describe Elam Haba. Right, I mean, you know, if we would, assuming that part of our challenges we have is we, we don't we don't see the Elam Haba, you know, we don't, you know, so we believe in Elam Haba, you know, and we believe there's different levels of belief, you know, it's. If I would give you a, a, a description of it with full clarity, and of course, and you would believe what I'm saying, like it, it's definitely going li- to limit your your intent of lishma and your avoidance. It's hard to it's hard to ignore. It. That's the Rambam. Deya is the is the Ebenezer. So the Ebenezer says the fish died is a turn into the hole below the head of Adoy. But if you tell them about lo yibino af echemini elof tiamu if you write it, you'd end up with something which is it, it, terrible. It's written for, because for the, the, the you know the Villa Goins. It's written for everybody, so the Torah is going to write it. It's just going to end up being it's going to end up being confusing and misunderstood. So it's, we're not going to go there. But that's the fish of kosher and tzayur is so yischar ki agashul yasig inyan aruchni. I can't helima Torah double omeks. I mean, I mean, I'm more in me roiv kotsadaita. So that's there are there are yichidim which can understand it. But the overall, the, the Torah should write it, which means it's available all of Christ, so it'll just, it'll just be confusing. The version left it out. Okay? It, I don't like saying about Ebenezer, but it's, it's definitely an Ebenezer-style terrace. <laughs> right? The Ramban. The Ramban is beautiful. The Ramban is absolutely beautiful. Um, which that is the Baal Chavis so the Ebenezer brings this idea also and seems to be inclined as a, as a possible answer. And the Rabban brings it as well. The point of the promises of the Torah is the person promises, I'm going to deal with the world in a way which is, which is, which is supernatural, which is, a, which is not... It, it, it's an ace. The Pesukim was saying, "Listen, if you do mitzvahs, you get rain, and if you don't, you don't." Wow! I mean, you know, it doesn't make any sense. It's not—it's not natural. It's clearly divine intervention. That's the Pesukim. On the Mashatala, a nefesh mokam chotzva. So the Tivi on the Shem veins of the Derpela. Going back to where you came from and getting the reward over there—that's not—that's not a pellet. That's normal. That's natural. It might be met, met, metaphysical because it's not supernatural. It's not—it's not—it's not extraordinary. It's, it's the most logical thing in the world that the neshama will go back to where it came from. It, it, it belongs to the neshama was put in this body, and now when the, the body is no longer available for it, it goes back to the, a world that fits it. And that, that, that somebody should get scar for their efforts, also logical. And the scar should be ruchni, also logical, because that's where the shama is. Like, what part of it is not logical? So, so the physical descriptions over here is because those are extraordinary, and those are those are b- beyond natural. Then the shama getting scar is totally natural. 
Is it a gorgeous thought process? Like you know, he's like you know, no, you know, this world is like that's a natural world. That's a, that's like the unnatural world. He's wrong. You know, I think I told you the story once. Um, pretty sure I told you the story once. It was the Chavos Chaim um, after his son-in-law Rehersh Levinson was nifter. Chavos Chaim had, had a son-in-law Rehersh Levinson who was tremendously oh, tremendous time of Chacham, tremendous tzaddik. He was he was the Chavos Chaim, you know, and the Chavos Chaim loved him Abbas Nefesh. And when he was nifter, it was obviously painful for the Chavos Chaim. But, but at the end of the year, you know, they were sitting. He had been a magid chair in the yeshiva in Raden. So then, the year they were having a meeting of the, the members of the, of the yeshiva, you know, and all of the yeshiva to just like, think through like what we're going to do for the coming year, rebellion wise, etc. So having the meeting, so the Chavos Chaim like raises, you know, presents the the, the, the the you know what what his thoughts are. So he says, you know, that you know so and so will say the first year, so and so the second year. He says, Reb Hirsch is himself to the Rikia. So someone will say the third year. That's how he said it. So one of the people was there said, you know, he said it basically almost like the same lesson. The first time to go and tells, he's not available anymore this year. So he said tells, right? So well, you know, we have this one this year. But by him, the sense of the was so real. It's like going to learn and tells. Huh. You know, he went down the block. See what the sense of the rikia? He's doing the rikia. So he's not available. You know, like you know, Elam <laughs> Haba was real. The Ramban, you know, Elam Haba is the most logical thing. It's the most real thing in the world. Like, what are you talking about? That tree should grow? That's fucking like strange. You know, but Elam Haba is the most logical thing in the world. Um, he says, now, then he says, he points out that we do find the concept of the chorus, obviously, with the means that we know that there's a chorus is referring to after a person dies. So it's clear in the Torah, the concept that the, that the Neshama continues, that there's going to be an opportunity for it to get something special, an opportunity that it's going to be cut off from something. So in, in the concept of the chorus, you really have, you have such an idea. But the point of the Rambam, before you get to that, is this that, that we have. Um, I'll tell you another mice of the Chavos Chaim. Um, it was Purim. Bacha was drunk. And he went to Chavos Chaim and he asked the Chavos Chaim, the Chavos Chaim should promise him a chalik in Olam Haba. He was drunk. Right? Uh, I have to tell you, just, Agav, you know, the, the, the minig in the yeshiva is, is that you know, people get drunk on, on Purim. Um, and uh, some people look at askance it. It's not the you know. It's, it's, it has. I can't say there aren't concerns about it. In general, I think it's discouraged that the younger brachim should get drunk. Mm. Right? You know, the body's not physically ready for it. Older brachim, right? They obviously do it with with moderation. Mm. But what I've seen over the years, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you another mice. There is a very chashavur tamachachim. He's very he's a rabbi of a shul. He's chabaswarim. He's very involved in kiruv. He passes a lot of shabbos, etc. He's about shul himself. So the, his story goes like this. So I, I heard the story from the Shiva and his rebbe together. So the, one time they're sitting, in the, we're sitting. My wife and I are sitting there with the Shiva and the rebbe visiting them. Maybe it was on Purim. I don't remember when it was. I think maybe just some time of visit. And they're selling, I don't know, the conversation came to the story. Maybe it was actually, was, maybe it was on Purim. Right? It was on Purim, I think. So it came to the story. So the Rebison starts the story. She says that there's this one day 
you know, someone like during Elul sometime, uh, a young lady shows up and says, "There's not Shimon tells Yeshiva, not dressed very appropriately." Right. So one of the Rebbeinsons went over, gave her a shawl to wear, etc. And the, after that, the girls, the, the Rebbeinsons started talking to her. She said, "You know, she became interested in the." Uh, Judaism a little bit, she's Jewish, she's going to college in Oberlin College, which is about I don't know, 60 miles away from Cleveland, something like that um, 50, 60 miles away and she started getting involved in something reform and she went there, it's not what she was interested in so they told her, like, you know, they should go to, to an orthodox place, they asked, where, where is they, they sent her to here, to tell her she right fine, so the Rebbe said, she was with her she was actually a special person, you know, they invited her to come back again for Shabbos, she started coming regularly for Shabbos to see Yeshiva Obviously, she came dressed appropriately. <laughs> and she would go to she, and she took her, the, the Rebison took her into her gifter, her gifter met her, and they arranged one of the, the one or two of the color couples, you know, to get connected to her and take care of her, etc. And she came very close to Rashiva. About nine months later, she walks into the Rashiva, must be six months later, that, you know, maybe a year, I think it was, it's like six, six months later, she walks into the Rashiva, she has a dilemma. She says, What's the dilemma? She has a boyfriend. Shiva says, I asked her, is, she, is he Jewish? She said, yes. He says, so what's the problem? <laughs> she says, if he's not from, and I'm becoming from. She says, no, we'll make him from. It's almost Purim. Bring the Shiva for Purim. So the Rebison says, and I, and I said, Ramatul, Purim? Are you bring him the Shiva for Purim? Like, you know, and the Shiva says, and I said, yeah, Purim. Right. Right. So this is, they're telling me over the story that they're both playing their parts in the conversation it was very, very sweet watching the whole thing right? so he came from Purim so he comes to Purim now this is a fellow, he's, he's a college he's seen people get drunk he's seen what they do when they get drunk right? he comes and tells the Shiva tells the Shiva about a Purim Suda it's almost everybody's drunk you know, even when you're not drunk there's so much alcohol in the air you get drunk on the alcohol in the air you know? right? so what happens when people get drunk they sit there and cry and either they dance, I have a guy, I'm dancing, a guy passes by me and says, I'm on a shama, like that, you know, right? <laughs> or they sit there and cry that they want to learn Torah better, they want to become better, you know, better meters, they want to become bigger tamachachim, and give me a bracha, that's all you get. I remember, and my, the whole time I was in but one time I saw a guy get violent when he got drunk. And that guy actually eventually went off the terrace. Right. I mean, it's a beautiful thing which comes out. So this fellow was blown away. That how when people become drunk, their real inner desire to become yeah. better people comes out, and that was his process. He said, "We're coming through." Okay, so here it is. It's Purim by the Chavetz Chaim, and this fellow goes over to Chavetz Chaim and says, "I want, you know, he wants the Rebbe to promise him that he has a chelik on So Chavetz Chaim, you know, pushed him away. You're like, you know, the guy's drunk. You're just, you know, like, you know. And Kate didn't laws up. Finally, the Chabbos Chaim says to him, says, uh, uh, says the following, says, I don't know whether I will have a Chelech Nelam Hapa or not. But I will promise you the following. If you are a Makabal right now, that for the rest of your life you will never speak Lashon Hara, I will promise you that you will sit next to me in Ghanai. So the whole place... Silence, <laughs> and the bucker sobers up. You know, I mean, this is like you know, like whoa, you know. And he stops, and he's thinking: Is he ready to make the commitment that the rest of his life will never speak lashon hara? And he says, "I can't commit." 
the next part of the story is the Chobos Chaim said, please take him away, I don't want to see him, he's a Russian. He just stood by the Shari Gan Eden and he refused it. That's the end of the mice. Well, Chobos Chaim was, you know, I, what's the shot? You know, we relate to the Bokhar. I, I want to be honest. And I don't know, can I do it? Right? I can't promise him I'm not going to do it. I mean, I don't know. I relate to the Bukhar. <laughs> I wouldn't believe me. The answer is, from the Chabbos Chaim vantage point, right, we're not talking about something you believe in. It's something that he saw. He saw God and he saw Elam Haba. So Elam Haba was as real to him as the door. So I'm saying, you can walk in a door. I'm just pro- if you're from that vantage point, you're an idiot. You're, you're, you're Russia. Elam I what? You don't see the door. So we have a different problem. Right? But from the Chabot Chaim's vantage point, like, how could anybody say no to this? Chabot Chaim, you know, understood. Rebbe said that, that, that Rebbe Chaim is, you know, Talmud Mubut. He says, the Chabot Chaim, he heard the Chabot Chaim himself say that he has a Christ for the whole generation. Chabot Chaim knew his role in Chayas. He didn't think he deserved any Yeshachayah for it. Right? Because, like, you know, you know, he used to give himself Musa. Right? Chabad Chaim used to give Musa, he used to, he has to have a Musa Seder. He had Musa every day, but every day. once in a while he used to give himself Shark and Musa. He would go into a closed room and he would start giving himself Musa. So the tomato wanted to listen by the door what he was doing. See, so he was playing, he was doing a play. And the play was how he was getting sick at the end of his life. People would come visiting him and he's going to die. He's going to come down into the Bezan Shomawa. He plays it out the two sides, he's playing the, the, the people. He's so mayor, how are you feeling? Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. I'm not feeling so well. It's really so hard. I can't. He's so mayor, you know. He's so mayor. He didn't have Like, he, he plays out the whole thing. And the Bakr was listening outside the door. We'll punch it. They almost fainted. Because he started describing the din in, 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 in the Shemayim. That was his Muster Seder. Okay, you know, that was how he used to give himself Muster. You know, he was real. So from that other point, so the, the Ramban says, like, like, Elam Haba is like right there. Like, what, it's the stupidest question. It turns into Kaiba Elam Haba. It's like, you know, that's what, that's, that's what I hear in the Ramban. Okay. Okay, Dasa Kuzri. They are reviews here. The fish of Yama Mahim, Hoyoko Elam Machisha Mashkoch is a Shemis Burr. I don't have time to pierce. I'm just like throwing out stories. Okay. <laughs> that's terrific. <laughs> There's a mice of the Ryakov that Ryakov used to give a shear in, 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 in Turbadas. And it was this real dry shear. Like, we'd read the Gemara, he would touch it, you know, you know, just say a little bit, etc. And the Bokhim really did not enjoy it so much. One day he comes at the shear, and he starts throwing soyces and this, he was a Ricky Makers, and putting your shoes, and he loved this, and back and forth. And they're like, wow, you know. And then the end of the shear says, you know, I didn't have time to prepare last night, so I, I just, you know, so, <laughs> so I apologize. You know, he apologizes, when I don't have time to prepare. So they realized that they missed something. So the problem was that, that, he all the says in the Sivas, all the things which he thought in the Gantas, he he all rolled it down. So just as he touched the words of the Gemara, he was giving you over to Chayes in the Sivas. You just didn't realize. Uh, I I actually we had this with the Rishiva. Rishiva used to say used to say a and he would basically do the same thing. He would read Gemara Rashi Tosis and touch it. She was twice a week for an hour and a half. And it was very challenging because you know he could he could read Marshall Tyson's and Taichit. He could go he could go through an average of a blot a blot uh, over a blot each year. So I mean, he's doing a pace of two and a, two to three blot a week. 
Now the problem was that he didn't say anything. And the Bachman were like, I get really bored. But if you had learned the sukya well, you realize that there was challenges in the sukya. There was issues. And as he was touching it, he was, he was giving an approach which would answer all the problems. But he didn't speak out the question or the answer. So unless you had worked it out, every single, the, the, the whole sugya with all of the challenges and all the problems and all of the possible ways to learn, and you realize well, what he was doing, the shit was worthless. But of course you had to do that at a pace of, you know, of three baht a week, you know, because he was flying. Uh, so I took it upon myself, like after one, one day, I'm sure the one, I was ready like older, when he was doing this, where we're doing this, we're learning Zwachim together. And the shiva was doing it. It was, it was an awesome shiva. It was an awesome shiva. And uh, well, like, you know, she didn't say anything to any cheer. So when he said, he mama, she framed the kasha, that the twist, that's a rashi. He mama, she had a mahalat, was gore. So what? He's talking about it. He didn't say anything. He said, no, he looked at he ties like this and like this and framed the kasha. He's like, whoa, you know, I missed the whole cheer. So next time in cheer, I said, you know what, I'm going to ask. So she would tie something and says, you know, I asked you, maybe you could, maybe you could like this. Like, you know, I gave the other option. She said, no, you can't because this, this, and this, and this. Uh, uh, now, so the guy's job that there's a whole story behind that, those, that three word that he touched. Because he, I asked him like this. He said, no, no, no. Okay, so I figured if it didn't work one time, they'll try it again. Also, by the way, it was a big mile because he slowed him down a lot. Uh, <laughs> right, right. All right, so now we can be a chance to keep up with him, you know. So I decided, great, you know, this is good. So, next, you know, it did it again. Fine. Now, the machine wasn't, there was nobody's fault. I, he hopped, you know, the, you know, besides that, I was tr- trying to, you know, ask, ask him around the question. I was also trying to slow him down, which he didn't like. So I one time I, I asked the asked the shot, so, you know, maybe one of this, it says, Ellie, you can't. And I, you, know, you can't. Like, you know, like end the conversation, like stupid question, you know. Okay, fine. A little while later, I says, he says, Ellie, what's pointers there? Ploitering is the Yiddish word for like prattling, you know, like, like, I, I, like you know, just right. talking without any, any thought process. Okay. One Did you day, explain? No. <laughs> that, was, that was it. One day, you know, so he, he walks, you know, I asked him a question like that, you know, maybe like this, this, and this, and this, you know. And I, I, I didn't really believe it either. I just wanted to hear, I wanted to speak out why he learned this way, you know. She says, Eli, you're learning Zvachim, how you learn Babakam. So I, 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 I was um, I, I, A was close B I was a mochutzah so I said is, it, is that it's a shlecht is that bad he says yeah it's a shlecht I said okay okay <laughs> <laughs> two weeks later remember I, the same thing happened this year Eli you're learning zvachim you're learning zvachim I said forget it this is bad <laughs> but I stopped when I stopped I had, I had a chavr I have a chavr Hashem because of health issues for one of his children, he had to leave Cleveland, and he was—he went to New York because you know, there was a specialist there for his kid. So he was learning in the mirror, and there was a, in New York, and there was a chabur learning zvachim. So he was getting the, the, the cassette tapes of the shear. So I don't know. I was like, call him for something. He says, "Ellie, I'm getting the tapes of Ellie Rangel with her gift of talking in the middle." <laughs> I, I, I said, "I'm talking too much in shear. I got to shut up." <laughs> so that's when I controlled myself. Instead of controlling myself a little more, but. Um, so, why am I telling you this story? Because it's the story with the Biyakov. Why am I telling the story of the Biyakov? Because, it, it, you know, it's like, well, you have to speak it out. It's just like, there's certain points where, like, you know, you're coming in with this, this musig of, like, it's like so obvious. But she was like, something like, what do you dream me a cup? Don't you see in the sugya, like, what do you dream me a cup? Like, 
Okay. People do not believe in the Bershom intervening, the Bershom controlling. Yeah, there's a God. The Bershom set a system in place, and it's, he's stuck to it. There's, there's nature, and nature is its own power. It's stuck, and that's the way it works. And you, there's no way to control it. So the Bershom said, the purpose of this, this over here is not scar. The purpose over here is to explain to Claudius so this concept that Bershom runs the world. And, and, and that, that depends on what you're doing. So it's a totally different purpose. So he said like this, so the, the same Kuzari is a conversation between the, the Kuzari, who was named of the king, who was called the Kuzari, from the, 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 the Kezars, who was called the Kuzari, and the Chavar was the Talmud Chacham. Right? So the conversation started off that he, he, this, this king had a desire really to, to, really to do the right thing to, for Hashem, and he wasn't sure what to do. So he kept getting this dream. He was having a disorder. He got a dream that, you know, your, your, your desire is, 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 is great, but your actions are, are not acceptable. So he finally said, he had to look into this. So he brought in, he said, you know, Jews, Jews garnished. Like, you know, nobody, no, the Jews are so small and they're so downtrodden, they can't be happy where the Hamas is. So he brings in uh, uh, a notary. And he they should present his his religion. He asks him the question, says it doesn't make any sense. Good. He brings in an imam, right? Same thing. He says, okay, maybe. He says, I see in the conversation, both of them said that the, the foundation of their religions is the Book of Moses by the Jews. So maybe I should not get to speak to the Jews. And that's the conversation now he has with the, with, with the cover. That's what the cover is. So he says like this. He says in the cover. Um, what the other religion are promising is much more gishmak than yours. You know, you get, you know, so you get, you get some apples, you know, like, you know, some apples and some, uh, and some bread. You can promise whatever you want after you die because nobody, nobody's going to come back and tell you you're right, you're right or you're wrong. Right? But I'm promising something over here. We can see if it's true. What I'm promising is, is real. Number one. Okay. I don't see people running to get them so quickly. Right? They rather live. If he could stay alive, healthy, and with, you know, enjoying this world, he'd rather stay in this world. So apparently it's not so bad this world. Hariah, th- th- those promises are not really motivating them so much. Right? Okay. So, we see the Russian made the nation, we want this. The human being has a desire to live. And he's to live in a way which is, which is, which is, which is pleasant. This is a promise. It's not, yeah, it's worth it. Worth it's a very, very powerful promise. That the Russian was promising. So the Kuz really has two points. And number one, that um, w- this promise over here is something which we can test and see the Russian is truly promising and there is reward and punishment for mitzvahs. What they're promising is worthless. It's not, a, it's, it's, it's not giving something which is not testable means that we, we have a heck of a day so the whole thing is true. And number two, what the Russian was promising is something which human beings want. 
Okay, so that's the point of the Kuzari. And they were they did through their process of Avodah they were able to get certain control over different things in the world, fertility, etc. It wasn't just um, you know foolishness. There was there was power there. So Bershon says no Avodah So what's going to be with the fertility? Bershon, don't worry, I'll take care of it. Right? He's, don't think you're going to lose by keeping the Torah. It's not. It's not what you're gaining. It's, it's, you're not losing, because they they had, with to some extent, they had some power through their vodazoras and kisha, whatever it was, to have some control, and and, and maintain a certain uh, uh, you know needs of life. The Torah's not going to make you lose that. There she is. Um, the person is saying, I'm going to be with you in this world. There's going to be a divine presence which a human being will be able to connect to even as he's, when he's physical. The person is promising that we're going to have a way to connect to Ruchnius while we're still Gashmi. Even the Shama is bound into Chaimur. So when we die and we don't have the body in the way, it's going to be a chibur. And we're going to get that chibur. The fake religions, what they're promising in the world to come, we get here. We get We get here. The, we had Nevoah. What was Nevoah? Nevoah was that, that in a Shema spoke directly to Hashem. So that's a direct Hebrew between a human being and his creator in this world. Because I'll say there was Kiflam Geretz Mitzrayim. So there was 1.2 million Nevi'im in Klayas. Mark Megillah. So Rama says that the majority of the purpose of Nevoah was, was not to predict the future. It was to give them clarity and understanding different elements of the Torah that they didn't understand. That was the majority of it. The Ramban says the purpose of the Vua, or one of the purposes of the Vua was that the person would go to the Nabi, and the Nabi would look at him and understand his Nishama and tell him exactly what his purpose in life is. Right? So you know, the person grapples, like, what does the person make me for? What, is, what should I do with my life? He says, ah, oh, you should be a first grade rabbi. Right? You, should be, uh, you should do business. Right? So now I have no sake. The Nabi told me. I know exactly what I'm supposed to do. Right? It'd be such a wonderful thing. You know, we said that with, you know, with always like guilt feelings. You know, maybe I should have, should have done something different in my life. I know. Nobody told me. There's a maestro once with somebody that the cousin Ish told him she'd be a first grade baby. So somebody, like, years later, chaplain, did you have Chorot? He said, Chorot. The Chazen Ish told me I should be a first-grade rabbi. Like, I have no Sophic. The Chazen Ish told me I should be a first-grade rabbi. I'm supposed to be a first-grade rabbi. That's what Russia wanted. The Chazen Ish, I trust, you know. He told me I should be a first-grade rabbi. That's it. Nothing to talk about. That's my, that's my purpose in life. Right? But the Iker Ram says the Iker purpose on the Buddha with Pasha was, was, was that the, the human being would be able to connect, connect his creator and get, a, get understanding of the, the, the ruthlessness of the world, of the Kedusha of the world, of the very Arlem. That was the purpose. And we got it in this world. So they're probably in Arlem Haba, which we, can, we get in Arlem Haza. Kabbalah, we get in Arlem Haba. This is the approach of the, of the Rebbein Onisim in the Hishrosh, Hishrosh Zoran. 
Okay. Okay. And that's, um, and then he proves, uh, and he says one more shot, he says, oh, yeah, this is the Ashvis, it's called Yudim, and he's called Batari, Hem, Chol Yisra, Umar, Ki, Oilam, Nidin, Acharubai, Yudak, Shalom, and Tavua, Vasholom, Kiritzvam, Yod, Chol Yisra, Kechon. These are promises for Klai, so as a nation. Al-Baskar, Hanavshi, Lom, Habo, Enon, Chol Yisra, that's that's personal. Okay. So, so the, these psukim are not, not talking about. They're not, it's, it's talking about the, how the person is going to interact with clients so when clients is acting properly. It's all talking about. It's a promise. Any reward? The reward for for you what you did. That's all about. But that's a personal thing. Where, where, where the Torah doesn't speak that directly. Over here, it's, it's discussing how the worship interface with Klai Yisrael when Klai Yisrael doing the right thing. That's all it's talking about. So that's for the nation. Which was all darshan and says, And how long was the Rikas Yomim in? Right? The Morse says, So in those two places, by it says, these the promise of Arifas Yamam and Toiv, it's referring to Allah Mahapas. That's where the Torah is Muramas is. It's Ikrim, that's Ramban in, 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 in the in the Possible Chol of and we say in the second paragraph, Rahim Shemoya, the Ramban over there. So there's, she says, for Beshiva Durachim, Elo Yunusu, Adervis, Osek, Al Terasen, Al Kadesha. So he uses. He's, he's using the homiletical language of the, the psukim in, uh, to, to show his point. Uh, the point is that um, I just want to go back to our original question. So the original question was, William, so the question was, if the Bershom is using this as a vehicle to describe his interest and, and concern and care, love for Klai and he could do it, quote-unquote, in a better way, I right, talk about Olam Habo, so then he's really he's really skipping on expressing his love right so the um, so, so the answers some of the answers are that they're not, they're not talking about the scar clouds it's not discussing the cloud but if it's so much scar like so much so the drush is around's point Rosh is saying I'm promising you I love you so much I'm going to find a way to connect you even on Rukhli in this world that's so much that's what I'm promising you the Rosh saying of course I'm going to love him Right, that, that's like that, that, it's 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 so obvious. We don't you know they don't need to point it out. What I am promising you is that there's going to be an impact even in this world. Ah, that's not capella. You know, the rabbanchi to bechlal is that that nevua. You know, there's a famous shakotet in the rabbanah of Ezra about Yochevin. Rashi brings that Yochevin was born by Benachimus, right? So, um, um, so she gives birth to Mashrabenu. How old was she? Right. So Mashrabenu leaves Mitzrayim. He was eighty years old. Right. So she, and she gave birth to him. They were there for two hundred ten years. So she gave birth to him one hundred thirty years after they went out to Mitzrayim. Well, if according to Chazal she was born Ben and as as they entered, she was one hundred thirty years old when she gave birth to Mashrabenu. Right. Which is much older than Sarah, was only 90. So Rebbe says that the measures can't be correct. If the Torah made such a big to, to do about the fact that Sarah was 90 years old and gave birth, so she was 40 years older for sure, it said the measures can't be right. 
So Rambam says that the purpose of the Torah is not to say Nisim. The purpose of the Torah is to show that when a Novi comes and says something's going to happen, and then the Nevoah happens and it's Emes, that's what the Torah will tell me. So beforehand, the Russian ah. tells Abram there's going to be such a thing that's going to happen, and it happens. Nobody was, there was no Novi which foretold beforehand that Yechev is going to give birth, which is 130 years old. No, there's no Nevoah about that. Ah. The Torah is not, it's not a storybook of all of the miracles which happened in the Kalyas. That's not the point of the Torah. The point of the Torah is to give over a lesson of the Rishams, of the 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 hurrah of what to do, and part of that is the process, of the concept of Nevuah. So something which is going to be an expression of the concept of Nevuah, the Torah will talk about. But some make a list of all the miracles. There's plenty of miracles the Torah doesn't talk about. That's what the term Bam says. So the Rabban saying over here that the Torah should tell me Olam Haba is, is wonderful. To tell me that the Rav is promising that he's been meyayed and, 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 and it will happen that there's going to, the world's going to function based on, what, what, on how you do something and that's part of the Nebuah that we're told beforehand if you do good you get X, if you do bad you get Y well, that's important to tell me. Right? So, but that, that's the message to call you so the message to call you, the, the part that you know, that you get him on the Mahab, but the Ramans is like, right? So it's, 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 it, it, the thought process is fascinating to me. Just, uh, um, I think part of our challenge, the Ramban out of all of them, just, you know, just the, the strength of the message of, like, that we don't relate to the Mahab right. We don't, it's, just, it's, it's, it's like, by us, it's like, by it, us, it's an amuna. It's very, it shouldn't be an amuna, it should be a, should be, be a reality. If we, if we relate to our neshamas as real, and we will not define ourselves as a goof, so then, like Ramon says, like the next step is like, you know, like, this is what it's all about. Like, yeah. like you know, we're not, it's, it's illogical. Terrence says, we don't relate to ourselves as neshamas. Now, that's the book from Purim. He came by and said, I'm a neshama, you know, like a Purim, he got it, you know. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it has to be true. It has to be that's like our challenge, you know. Like, how do we describe, how do we explain, like, you know, we spend, even when we do tournaments, like, um, Chavaz Chaim is Marshall, right, about the, the, um, the fellow was sent to this distant island, the father sent him away to this island to, to gather the diamonds. Right, so he gets there, he gets there, like, you know, diamonds all over the place. So, says so diamonds, diamonds, well, you can't eat diamonds, you can't eat diamonds all over the place in this, this place. He says, potatoes! Potatoes. So the guy, you know, packs up potatoes and potatoes and potatoes. Because that's his father, all the potatoes. So I sent you for diamonds with the potatoes, you know. So Russia sends the, the neshama to this world to come back with diamonds. We spend our life gathering potatoes. It's right. there everywhere. Right? You know, the, the, that's our, we don't relate to this world normal. I mean, you know, we look at the world. There's a world, there's a world of potatoes. So we got a cash. So them happens, something you believe in. Right? If we would understand the word neshamas and not goofs, so like potatoes wouldn't be exciting. The Mr. Sharm says in Parakal, part of, part of Parakal, he says that the neshama doesn't like this world. It pushes, doesn't you know it doesn't find it exciting. Like whatever you offer it, you know you offer salami to, to the princess, it doesn't excite her. You know she's used to major delicacy. What excites that this world is a place where you can do something which will help the neshama. That excites the neshama. And then I don't remember, she likes the world because it's the only place she can do it. You know, we spoke about the other day that you know this is, you only can do it here. You can't do it in Lamaha. 
this is it. You know. Okay. <clears throat>